0: Welcome to Barbershop Talk Tuesdays here on the Daydon Tolbert Show I'm your host Daydon Tolbert It's we uh, good to be back live tonight We were last live last night for our highly anticipated Somewhat controversial show uh, Where we discussed the George Zimmerman not guilty verdict From a legal perspective A lot of people have been inboxing me and sending emails A lot of those people privately, some publicly um, just expressing, like, yo, you know, thanks, Deidon, for doing the show. You know, I found out a lot of different things that, you know, I didn't know uh, before. I heard some things that I wasn't aware of, you know, about the law. And so uh, I thank everyone who tuned into that show last night. If you missed it, you know, as always, all shows are archived at com as well as on uh, iTunes. Uh, tonight we got the fellas here this evening uh, to talk about a, you know, a topic that, is a little bit, you know, lighter A little bit, you know, more along the lines Of what, you know, we're known for here on this show Although I can't really say that Because there's really no topic we haven't touched on From a, you know, political perspective Social, you know, racist, you know, religious You know, we pretty much have covered the full gamut So, um, but, you know, we, you know, typically tend to uh, You know, be the voice for relationships and dating And, you know, being the... Liaison between men and women to help uh, bridge the gap as far as understanding goes And, um, you know, helping everyone find love And and tonight, that's what we're going to do We're going to talk this evening about summer fashion Okay, we're going to talk about sexy versus classy You know, and where that often gets morphed somehow into slutty we're going to explain the definitions of each. We're going to talk about the differences. We're going to talk about, you know, what are some ways and and how, specifically, uh, you know, appearances pl- will play a role in, in how men will view you as well as how men will uh, treat you. So that's tonight's topic. We're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Like I said, six four six two zero 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 three six six. If you have questions or you have comments or feedback or anything of the... Uh, you know, of that sort, Um, yeah, it's summertime, you know, and, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of craziness out here. There's a lot of craziness going on. There's a lot of um, women who are presenting themselves in a manner that I guess they think that we as men like, you know, a, a manner in which they think will lead to them being viewed as a potential girlfriend and hopefully eventually wife and unfortunately you know the attention part is is there you will get attention but like we said a couple shows ago the attention you're receiving is not positive attention and it will just lead to the bedroom so definitely don't want to do that I want to go ahead and go and introduce uh, my first panelist tonight my man Marv is here with me in the building uh Marv what's going on with you tonight man it's been a little while yes it has good evening brother Daydon how you doing man I'm good, man. I'm good. It's, what do you think about tonight's topic, man? You know, in fact, this, you know, this really was all you. You know, it was inspired by uh, you doing this show tonight, uh, discussing summer fashion faux pas. You know, what what was going on that made you say, "Wait a minute, this is
1: something that we need to talk about." I guess just uh, just pulling up at that red light, man, and just watching women walk past, just looking a hot mess. Uh, you know, it's just a topic that I'm glad that we're talking about because uh, a lot of women out here are confused as to, uh, you know, the type of attention you touched on that, um, the type of attention that they're getting. They think that all attention is good attention, and uh, hopefully tonight will provide some clarity. Uh, I'm glad that we're touching on such a, uh, you know, a light topic tonight just based on the mood of uh, of the country and across the world about, you know, Trayvon's death, rest in peace. So uh, hopefully we can... Uh, just enjoy tonight, man, and uh, have a few laughs, and at the same time, you know, learn something. Absolutely, real quick.
0: I mean, and I agree with. You, that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to come back tonight, just to lighten it up. But you know, I would be remiss though if I didn't give at least you and as well as my man James just the opportunity. Was there anything that you guys wanted to express uh, in regards to the
1: verdict, or you pretty much talked out about it? Yeah, I'm talked out, man. Uh, you know, when I first heard the verdict. You know, I was my, my heart sank, I'll just be honest. Uh you know, even though um it was the prosecution's uh, burden, is it the prosecution's burden a burden of proof? Is that how it works? Um, maybe you can provide some clarity for me. I had to actually listen to your show again, um, from last night. Uh but, you know, it's on you know you know, on the uh you know, it just seems like it just seems like uh, that whole videotape with him getting out of the car, it just seems like that was a cut-and-dry case. But, you know, little did we know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, laws and things that we just had to, you know, consider, which wasn't considered at the time that the uh, the, the tape was being played. So, I mean, it's very disheartening. You know, I look at Chicago. The past two two weekends, I was reading on, in the news about uh, at least 60 or 70 people were shot. Over the, over the course of two weekends here in Philly, about 10 people were shot, um, shot and killed over the weekend. Um, so, you know, it seems like when the sun comes out, man, the animals are right there. So it's, it's a sad situation, and uh, my heart goes out to everybody that was affected, you know, by all of these tragedies. Um, so you know, that's pretty much what it is. Absolutely,
0: man. uh let's go to my man James. James is, is here with us in the panel, like like you know we said earlier, remember you know, I know you're passionate about, you know, appearances and, and fashion and we're gonna talk about that, but like I said, I just wanna spend a couple minutes if you had any uh remarks, James, that you wanted to share, maybe about last night's show or about just the, the Trayvon uh, Zimmerman topic as a whole. And real quick, you guys know this is you know, we keep it honest. We keep it real. Even if you guys want to call in about that or anything at any time, definitely, you know, I'm not one of those hosts, you know, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about whenever you want to talk about it, you know, as long as it's done in a respectful manner. If you didn't get a chance to call in last night, something was on your mind, you want to ask a question, you want to get feedback about last night's show, we're live, you know, call in. You know what I mean? I, we, we welcome it. Uh, but, James, was there anything that you wanted to ask about that?
2: <laughs> Uh, Deidon,
0: pleasure to be here, man. I um,
2: appreciate you inviting me on the show. Um, you know what, man, I did not get a chance to listen to the show last night, man. I was working late. But, um, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, man, I really wasn't too shocked at, at the verdict. I kind of knew, you know, I kind of knew what was already going down, man. Uh, you know, reality is, man, our judicial system is, is an absolute joke, man. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to go too much into that. But the thing that actually... Um, really, really and I'm sorry to use this language but piss me off, man, is it's just the you know, as a black man, just looking at the black community as a whole, um, and how, you know, I was I was happy to see them come together for a cause like this, but um, like Marv mentioned, you know, with the with the murders that are happening in Chicago, Baltimore, New York City and all over the world, why can't, you know, we as uh, as a black community, as minorities, why can't we come together for Black on Black crime, um, like we came together for you know this 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 uh you know the Trayvon Martin tragedy. Why can't we join together <clears throat> to help our kids that are being shot and killed every day? Why can't we join together and rally and and hold rallies and get on television and fall out on the ground and hold signs? Why can't we do that for our young people that are being murdered every day? You know that was the only issue that I, that I saw with the you know with the entire ordeal, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's one of the things we touched on last night. I mean, it's an excellent point. You know, if we can rally for, in, in, you know, a quote unquote injustice, well, there are injustices every day. You know, just in regards to how we treat ourselves, and you know, and, and uh, you know, you look at so many of these crimes in the inner city are not ever solved. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it's not like these these crimes are going punished and these criminals are going to jail. I mean, there. I mean, research these statistics on. Not just black crimes, but unsolved black crimes. And, I mean, forget the fact that charges get filed months later. I mean, they don't get filed at all. You know, there's, I mean, protest the people who know who killed these people and are choosing not to speak up. Protest the, the, the police officers who are in, in cahoots with some of these drug kingpins who are on the payroll. These things happen in our community. You know, and so you know, definitely let's put some pressure on. Don't you don't gotta boycott Florida. You can boycott your own city, because trust me, you you can find some more than enough injustice wherever you live. I promise you that. Whether it's Philly, New York, D.C., Cali, trust me. You know, if you want to boycott something, you you know, you won't have to look too far. You definitely don't have to go all the way down to Florida for it. In fact, I, I I didn't come up with this, but somebody. Um, posted it and I reposted it. Just some statistics that I thought might be interesting to share, real quick. Uh, Eight to nine thousand African Americans are actually murdered every year. Ninety-three uh, percent of those those murders are committed by African Americans, black on black crime. Okay. Now that's that's a lot of people, and in the it says in the five hundred and thirteen days since Trayvon was killed. This is crazy. 11,106 African Americans have been murdered by other African Americans. Just in the, you know what I mean, 500 days since he, that's less than two years. Like, that's crazy. 11,000. So that in and of itself, ladies and gentlemen, is, is a reason to protest. And even if you don't want to protest, at least care. You know, at least be angry, at least... You know, give a damn You know, at least write a letter You don't have to, and people are talking about protesting And they haven't even written any written any letters To their congressmen, to their senators I mean, at least city council something Right? So, so there's that, so I just wanted to touch on that And one last thing that I'll say about it And that, you know, because we really, honestly I feel like we covered everything You know, last night From a legal perspective And it's funny, I'll, I'll encourage you guys Real quick to go literally go to CNN, and and if you haven't already watch the interviews, you know that I think it's like you know three or four parts of the jury, the, excuse me, the juror, who is you know remaining anonymous, but she's explaining the the decision making process. And we touched on it last night, but even since last night, I've seen the whole you know her whole interview. And if you, I mean, anyone who heard last night's show, and I hadn't even heard her, you know, the whole entire interview. At the time when, you know, we did the show last night. But if you listen to her speak and you listen to last night's show, we're basically saying the same exact things. If you guys notice that, literally the same exact things. The reasons why I'm saying that I see exactly why he was found innocent is the same exact reasoning that she's saying the jury found him uh, innocent. And so it's not, you know, it's not one of those things where you have to look at it from a, a subjective perspective. It's just like, look, it's, the prosecution didn't meet their, the burden. They didn't make their case, plain and simple. You know, I mean, now and, saw, and, and now is that a crime? I mean, yeah, it's you know, should people protest that that the prosecution did a piss poor job? In fact, I was just watching CNN before we went on the air with my wife, and the CNN's panel of legal anal- analysts that's comprised of you know former prosecutors, defense attorneys, and just like it was like four or five people in there. You know, one of them used the words. Prosecutorial incompetence One One of them even went as far as to say He said look I think they threw the case They said I don't even think this was a real case I think they just threw it and said the heck with it That's how incompetent the, the, These prosecutors were So I think that a lot of people Around the country are They're protesting, they're mad at the verdict But they are assuming because they were, Most of them are ignorant and didn't watch the trial They're just assuming that the Prosecution did a good job That's the assumption. It's like, oh, they did their job, so the jury was supposed to do their job. Well, that's not what happened. The prosecution didn't do their job. In fact, they did a piss-poor job, which is one of the reasons why he was found not guilty. I mean, he would have been found not guilty regardless because there was no proof. There was no evidence. You know what I mean? There was just no case. But aside from that, the prosecution didn't make their case. They did a piss-poor job. So if you want to be mad at someone, be mad at them. That's all I really wanted to say about that. We can get into it. But I know I wanted to touch on that before we jumped into it. Courtney is also here with us, with, along with James and, and Marv. Uh, what's going on, Courtney? Any thoughts that you wanted to add before we jump into uh, some of the, these freaks? And, these, uh, and it's not just the freaks. It's a lot of these dudes, too, which we'll talk about wearing things that they definitely shouldn't be wearing in the
3: summertime. Yeah, that's going to be fun to talk about. Um, but in regards to, um, you know, Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman, I agree with everything you guys, you know, said. So for the sake of not repeating you guys, I'll say that, no, I don't have anything to add to that. You know, I expressed my opinions on last night's show.
0: All right, then. Well, there it is. Um, and you did. Let me just say you, you, you definitely, uh, you know, kept it real, and I appreciate everybody who who called in you know and uh and offered opinions on the topic let's let's talk about this evening let's talk about summer fashion you know one of the things that i I always say in regards to summer fashion do's and don'ts and just just fashion in general is that it's impossible if you're a woman okay you can't be sexy you know without being classy at the same time. There's no such thing as sexiness without classiness. A lot of women are there oh I'm sexy or they'll they'll wear certain outfits that they will say you know or they will think, and certain men will may tell them that it, this is sexy, but you know it's if it's not also classy that at that point that makes it slutty, and that's you know I guess that's some advice that is a rule of thumb that really has not made its way to the mainstream, because so many women out here think that, you know, they're doing the opposite. They're being what they think is sexy, but it unfortunately ends up being uh, slutty. Marv, is there anything that you can relate to, man, any uh, any any women who think that they're sexy but
1: are coming off as, uh, as freaky or slutty? Yeah, that's an interesting uh, point that you just brought up, just the definition of what sexy means. You know, you ask ten different people, and they'll give you ten different answers. I think what's important is people who are a little confused or cloudy as to what that, def- as to the uh, exact definition. They really need to pay attention tonight because, uh, you know, it, you know, people think that, you know, women who wear tight outfits or you know revealing outfits is sexy and, and is classy, and you know. <clears throat> That's a different type of sexy. That type of sexy is bringing you back to the spot, you know, one-night stand type of sexy. You know what I mean? Like, that's really not the type of sexy that a man who's looking um, to settle down would really pay attention to. So, I mean, we are visual creatures, so we will look. You will catch our eye, but don't be mad if when that light turns green, we keep it moving. You know, it's like at, men get to a point in their lives where, you know, they don't want they don't want all of that attention, you know, from their woman. They don't want their women being out here exposing themselves and just, you know, just misrepresenting, you know, their man and themselves and God. I mean, that's just something that a man a man of God, a man who's ready to settle, you know, is not going to put up with. So I think women need to take that and need to keep that in mind. You know, women love staring in the mirror. I think before you guys leave the house, you really need to look at yourself in the mirror. Go to Ikea, get one of those body mirrors. You know, and really take a good look at yourself, and just ask yourself, you know, if, I you know, am I am I representing myself the way I'm supposed to? And if you have any any doubt, any type of inkling that you know that that you're not, I mean that you need to you need to rely on that intuition. Or go back in that closet and get another shirt because you don't want to represent yourself in a way that's that's going to, uh, um, you know, be misinterpreted out here.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and and that's the key. Like Marv said, that's a good point. You you want to ask yourself. What what do I want? Hey, and you know, we don't judge here on this show. Now, you know, if like a woman comes up to me and says, Hey, look, honestly Daydon, I'm not interested in, in, in a a relationship. I'm a freak. I'm trying to get my freak on. So, you know, I'ma go on and throw on this outfit and I'm hoping to post something tonight, I say, Hey, do you I don't judge. I'm not gonna say, you know, that's that's your business. You know, let me know how it was. But what I get is women you know, asking me, hey, wh- why am I only getting the losers? Why am I only getting men interested in sex? What are some things that I can do differently? And that song, that's the only reason I offer advice. That's the only reason I counsel is because I get those types of questions. And so at the, you know, the first thing you've got to do, you know, if you're looking for love, if you're looking to be found by the best possible men looking for a wife, well, you've got to look at the, first and foremost, you've got to look at your appearance. You know, are you as Marv said? Are you being looked at as a freak or as a wife? And if you guys saw the advertisement for today, I posted a you know a comparison picture of Nicki Minaj, and and, and uh, Sally Richardson. You know, and I you know that's like the perfect you know uh, comparison because it's like one is dresses like a whore and presents herself like a whore, and other and the other Sally Richardson is is pretty much known, um, you know. Certainly, I want to say worldwide, but certainly all over the black community, amongst black men, as just being almost the epitome and just a you know a beauty and a, and a total class act. You know what I mean? Very classy, as well as sexy. You understand it? So, you, a lot of you are are going the Nicki Minaj route and the Beyonce route when you need to be going in a you know a Sally Richardson type of route. Um you know a Felicia Rashad type of route, you know what I mean, like those types of women who have that timeless beauty the the uh Lena horn, you know what i'm saying i'm I'm taking it old school, James, what are your thoughts on that though man the de- you know just kind of, we're gonna get into the definitions, but just as far as your your perspective, what are you seeing out here in that uh, route yeah. great comments fellas um man you guys
2: are you guys hit on there, just about every point that I wanted to make. Um man, it seems like the the warmer it gets out here, man, the more skin, the more skin and the more body parts that are being shown out here, man, and that's uh, you know women that are you know out strolling on the on the streets on the Saturday shopping, and even at work, man, you know these women uh for some reason are in denial <clears throat> are in denial about you know the way they dress and how men are gonna perceive them, man and I had a um a debate, you know I guess you can call it a debate. Um, with a a young lady on Facebook about a week ago about her, you know, her her appearance. And she felt as if, you know, um, just because I dress a certain way doesn't mean that I am, you know, a whore. I am a, a, a promiscuous woman. She felt as if these men, it was their job to really find out who she really was and to look past, you know, what she was wearing. And I told her that, you know, that thought process is absolutely ridiculous because who you are, the, the first thing that we're going to see is the way that you're dressed, you know, and I'm not, we're not going to take uh, three or four hours or three or four months to figure out, you know, what kind of heart you have or if you're really a good girl or not. What, You know, the way you dress, what you present to us when we first see you is the picture that we're going to see, and that's what we're going to think about you. If you dress and you're showing a bunch of skin and you're trying to get our attention by using, um, you know, your body parts, then we're going to call you a freak. Um, if you're classy and you're, you're well kept and you're well covered and you're well dressed, and, and and you still, you know, even though you're even though that you're dressed in a, in a conservative manner, you know, you still have that sexy aspect to it. Um, if you're dressed that way, then we're going to have respect for you. And so, you know, these ladies need to, you know, they need to get out of the denial, man, and just. Listen to what some of the men on this panel have to say Tonight because I think you know what we're Going to say is really going to help a lot of ladies get it together
0: Oh absolutely and, and that's what we're here for you know It's it's not too many venues or avenues Where you can go to and, and, and hear men Keep it real because well you know As far as what we want and what we're seeing Out here usually you know you go online And you know, even some of these talk show guys. I mean, a lot of these men are—they are, have an agenda. They're trying to sell you something. They're trying to, or if it's just regular men, they're trying to have sex with you. So they're preying upon a lot of these uh, perceived self-esteem issues. So they're telling you things that they feel will boost that self-esteem and allow you to uh, reward them with your bodies, which which absolutely happens in in most cases. You know, it's very easy to get sex from women with low self-esteem. And you know, and well, and then the question then becomes. How do you spot a woman with low self-esteem? Well, you look at how she's dressed. You know, there are other ways, but that's probably the most obvious way. If a woman's showing off her breasts, she's showing off her booty, well, she clearly can't respect herself. She clearly can't love herself. You know, I mean, how much can you really love yourself when you're putting your body on display like a piece of meat, right? I mean, so that's, that's what men are seeing. That's what men are thinking. Like, okay, she'll be easy. All I got to do is give her a couple compliments, and that will raise her self-esteem, and then I'll... You know, she'll let me smash. That's why we're seeing so much sex on the first date. You know, because you know, it, it's like that's why Steve Harvey's a millionaire right now because he came up with this 90 day rule thing that's absolutely ridiculous. But at the same time, so it it, it you know it hit home for a lot of women where that they said, well, you know, I have low self esteem, so these men have been able to just cap my head up with lies and compliments. And then as a result, those pennies were dropping on the first night. Well, here comes Steve Harvey saying, well, look, you don't have to give it up. It's cool to give it up. Just don't give it up on the first night. You know, just wait a little bit. Wait, make them wait at least 90 days. I mean, then, then you give them, give them the cookie. And so women are like, oh, my gosh, this, this is the promised land. It's the best thing since Spice Bread. Well, fast forward several years, we're seeing more and more pregnancies and STDs and, and, you, know, and uh, you know, single moms and just all types of foolishness. As a result of uh, people waiting 90 days When in reality they should be following biblical advice That says, look, just keep your legs closed And don't even put yourself in a position To be targeted for sex You know, and that's how you That's how you, you make a change That's how you get what you want There's no there's no easy way around it You know, Courtney, now Because I want to I get I wanna actually want to survey the fellas So we can talk about Because we're talking a lot about what we don't want what we What we've been seeing and you know, but we want to talk about what is sexy. What are some some actual things that we do enjoy seeing? But real quick, you can actually re- relate to, and you speak regularly about the fact that you actually were one of those women who did have the low self-esteem, who did put her body on display by wearing certain revealing outfits. You know, and, you know, for people who may not have heard your testimony and, and your 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 kind of journey, you know, what what is the thought process behind, you know seeking that attention with your body?
3: For me, it was, you know, all about um, just getting that attention that I I never got as a a child, especially, particularly from my father. So in my head, it was about making up for those lost years, even though I didn't realize that was what I was doing. You know, I didn't realize at the time it was low self-esteem. I thought that was sexy. I thought that's what... Men want um, and it, and I also thought that men would treat me, you know, seriously, even though I was displaying myself in a certain way. You know, I was wearing tight outfits and, um, you know, showing cleavage, but more so with me, it was, I think I was covered up, but I would wear things that were really tight. So I mean, you you could still be slutty and still be covered up if it's really tight, and you know that you have a shape, and you know that men are going to look at that, and that's what I would do because I knew that it would get me attention, and it was just it was a sad cycle because I would just dress that way, go to the parties. You know, get a lot of attention from men and, you know, exchange numbers, and in my head I'm thinking, wow, I hit the jackpot, like, you know, I'm going to get to know this guy, it's going to develop into something, and then he calls me that same night at 3 o'clock to ask me, what am I doing? And it used to make me mad every single time. And I used to wonder, like, what am I doing? Why are these men calling me the same night? And I would just continue to play these games. And I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to sleep, but we'll talk tomorrow. I'll call you tomorrow. Call them tomorrow. They never answer, <laughs> and I never heard from them again. So um, all that just comes back to how I was presenting myself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of those things that um is unfortunate, but and, and many women have had to learn the hard way through trial and error, you know, through, uh, and the only difference really, and Courtney, really this is a great part of her testimony, is the fact that even though she did play those games and she did put herself on display like that and did interact with those men, the blessing in it is that she didn't have, she wasn't having sex, she wasn't going all the way with those men who were hitting her up later on that night, asking, what are you doing, can I come see you, when are you going to let me spend some time with you? You know, all those very familiar uh, lines. Uh, but for um, unfortunately, for many women, they're not as fortunate. They actually do end up giving their body, hoping that that interaction, hoping that that sex, will somehow, you know, morph into a relationship and ultimately marriage. Which I think you know everyone knows by now that just is not how it works. Uh, but Marv, let's talk about man. Let's talk about some uh, some fashion. Turn on It's like okay This is summertime It's you know It's a hunt Today I'm in Philly Marv's in Philly It was like 95 Degrees out there It's hot out It's sticky out It's humid You know Women don't want to be wearing You know Full piece You know Three piece suits And you know Full outfits But what are some ways That you can be Attractive As well as Staying cool In this type of uh, Climate <laughs>
1: Did you say three-piece suit,
0: though? <laughs> <laughs> like Jan- Janelle
1: Monet style. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, the only outfit, I'm sure there's plenty of them. I don't, I'm not really too hip to women's fashion, but one thing that normally catches my eye, and I posted on this a couple of days ago, is uh, is sundresses. Sundresses and sandals. It just seems like a woman just seems like she's very comfortable. She looks very comfortable. She looks cool. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like she's... Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like uh, you know, doesn't seem like she's hot or anything like that. Uh, she seems like she, like I said, comfortable. It's it's just it just seems like a nice a nice natural look. Um, you know, it leaves it leaves a lot to the imagination. I think that's that's one of the uh, most important keys that I wanted to address in regards to uh, just the whole sun dress thing. Uh, you know, it's not it's not a tight outfit. You know, it's not a revealing outfit. Um, you know, you get so it's like I'm be, I'm becoming desensitized watching women out here wearing next to nothing tight outfits and stuff. It's like they leave, they leave little to the imagination. And there's really, like, no, no reason for me to, you know, express interest or even pursue because, it's, you know, I feel like I'm, first of all, I feel like you're standing in line, like you're about to cash your check somewhere because there's so many guys who are giving this chick so much attention, you know, for the wrong reason, and this chick is just soaking it all up thinking she's God's gift. Meanwhile, you know, they're looking at her like a wolf looks at, looks at a lamb in the wilderness. So, you know, women need to keep that in mind. But something about, like I said, something about the sundress and the sandals is a, is a, is a good look. Uh, we need more of that out here. And, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Hopefully, uh, you know, that trend that trend will start. But, uh, you know, it just seems like um, um, society is just so sexualized. You know, I don't, I don't think I'll see a sundress in Philly anytime soon.
0: It's crazy, man. What I've found is and every great points, man. You know, I'm 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 in Philly all the time. You know, I'll be out with my daughter sometimes. Um, you know, I'm in the gym, you know, we go to uh the parks, I mean really just all over. I you know, I'm I'm, I'm various, you know, networking events and things like that. And like what he he's right, it's 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 unfortunate that there's no one out there on a mainstream level that is saying this is what the, these types of men find to be attractive, not the weirdos, not the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players, the guys who have never experienced, you know, the best possible women. You know, I'm, I'm talking about the guys who are, like, thirsty, the guys who are, like, preying on women with low self-esteem. Society will has taught you that, you know, you have to – this is how you should dress if you want attention. You think that that's what all men want. You're putting – you know, all men into a certain box In a category that's just not applicable To men like myself, men like Marv, men like James We like the sundresses I'll, I'll, Marv expressed what he wants I'll tell you what I like And it's very easy It's, it's, it's so easy I was in Target today with my daughter And, I mean, I'm be honest with y'all Target has some nice stuff You know what I'm saying? Like, people front on it But if you know anything about retail You know, some of the Target brands are of the same exact quality of some of these. I'm not going to put any names out there, but some of these very well-known brands. It's like the same exact quality, sometimes even better. It's just a different logo. Now, I'm not talking about like Walmart because Target, a lot of their stuff is of a totally different quality than, say, Walmart or some of these other cheap places. But Target is on some other stuff. If you know what I'm talking about, they you know a lot of this, not everything, but some of this stuff is of a, of a very high quality. And so what I'm saying to you is, ladies, my wife, I I got my wife a little uh, uh, dress or I think not a sundress. I don't know what you. I mean, just like a little light dress from Target. She wore it the other day. I was like, whoa, looking kind of sexy there. You know what I'm saying? I said, whoa, this is this is what's up right here. And it's like some of y'all are doing way too much. You're trying way too hard. All you need is a go to Target, go to some place very inexpensive, get a little loose-fitting, you know, flowy skirt or a nice little romper, you know, a sundress. Uh, what do you call those things? A maxi dress. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know what you want to call them. Something very laid back. Throw on some sandals. No, I mean you don't got to have the the, the the stiletto heels and the extra tight jeans like it's that's you don't have to do that you know you don't have to do that in fact we're looking for those women who have more of that laid back you know uh plain janeish type of look because those are the women who are most appealing to make a wife if you see somebody who's all glammed up all the time we well, we start looking at whoa is like all right Obviously, you're not going to be like that all the time, so what do you really look like? What's your style really like? You know, but when we, when we meet you, if you're already on your chill, if you're already just, you know, pretty low maintenance, just, but still sexy, that's like I mean, that's like the best part, you know, match made in heaven right there. James, but what about, those are just, so, so like I said, rompers, sundresses, maxi dresses, uh, uh, all that, just very simple. Keep it plain. That's it, and it's just it's like throw your hair back in a ponytail. It's hot. I'm not talking about a weave ponytail. No, I'm just talking a regular ponytail. If it's not there, hey, don't worry about it. You know, but we'll get to the hair a little bit later. But James, what are your thoughts, though? I mean, what, do you, what do you like to in the end of summer? You know what, dude, you and Marv, you guys hit on some good points. I'm with
2: Marv, man. I love the. Uh, I don't know the. I don't know the exact names, but the the loose fitting uh, the dresses, the longer dresses that the women wear. Usually, a lot of women I see here they're kind of strapless, and they're not low cut to where um, you know where you can see the woman's cleavage, but they're they're up high enough where you know if a woman's got something, you want to be able to see it. Um, so that's what I like. I love dresses, man. I love seeing women like you said earlier, man, just kind of plain Jane, relaxed, uh, chilled out. I love. Uh, also love like like uh, Marv mentioned earlier the sandals. Um, something about a woman that has some pretty feet, man that, that just does something to me, man And a woman that wears those sandals And, you know, she has her She has her her toenails done, man Her feet are looking good Not ashied up uh, Not looking like she's been kicking bowling balls all over the place, man You know, just a woman that, you know That takes care of her feet also, man That That's really attractive to me um, And like you said earlier, man With the hair, we'll get on the hair later But uh, just keeping it simple, ladies You know, you don't have to go out and you know, you're know, in shopping, you got a bunch of makeup on. We, you know, we don't care about all that stuff, man. Just kind of we want to see the real you. We want to see what you're going to be like, not only when you're going out, but what are you going to be like when you're chilling out at home? What are you going to be like when you're chilling out on a weekend and you don't have a whole lot of eyes on you? That's, that's the woman that we want to see. And so, um, you know, ladies, just keep it simple, you know. Keep it
0: simple. Keep it simple. It's funny that you said that, man. I was just thinking that... um when you when you're out and about a lot of y'all it's like you'll be chilling but then when you're getting ready to go out you'll feel the need to throw on that makeup and we can talk about that you know i'm not, i've never really been a fan of an excessive amount of makeup in fact i can pretty much speak for a lot of men when i say this most women look better with with less makeup you know less is definitely better um you know, I mean, Dev. I mean, I'm not gonna say don't. I mean, my wife will wear makeup sometimes. Like if she, you know, we're going out or church or you know someplace. I don't know, like like going out out. Like she might put on some makeup, but it's, even when she does, it's like very. You wouldn't even be able to tell really because it's like very. It's like that natural look still, but then when you when you, like if you if you put on makeup, and it totally changes your whole look. I mean, that's a problem. I'm just being real with y'all. That's a problem. That's not what we look for, you know. So tone it down. Tone the style of dress down. Everything doesn't have to be tight because we're telling you exactly what we like, but still some of y'all are hearing this and you're thinking that just because it's hot out, you, you know, you have to show skin. Skin is not sexy, you can be, like James said, we're going to know. If you have a nice body, you can throw on a romper. You can throw on a sundress. You can throw on, you know, a maxi dress or even one of those, like, long, like, Pocahontas dresses or I don't know whatever you want to call them. Like, we'll still be able to tell that you are working with a little something. You don't have to. Trust me. We have very good imaginations. We will know. But when you start trying to show us things, that, that also comes with a, with a message of you are easy. And you're putting yourself in a position that you want to get cracked on. You want to get picked up. Marv, anything to add to that?
1: Yeah, makeup. Uh, makeup is supposed to enhance, not transform. Like if you put the makeup on and you look like a totally different person, like you talked about, you know, that's that's a sign right there. Uh, uh, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense why a woman would need to put on so much excess makeup. I mean, that's just you know. To a, to a man who's looking at that for the first time, he's, he's just going to interpret that as um, a sign of insecurity, that you are uh, insecure with your appearance and you feel that you need something on the external uh, to make you look like the brand new person. Um, and I've seen a lot of before and after pictures with women who um, would, you know, not have any makeup at all, and then there'll be a picture right next to, right next to that picture with makeup, and you look like two different people. Um, that's right there, uh, that's, not, that's not cool because um, I read somewhere that women who wear makeup, a lot of makeup for long periods of time, it actually uh, causes the woman to age, it, you know, makes her face look older than what it is. So, you know, you just have to keep that in mind, uh, you know, and I'm sure that the women know that as well. So you have to question if a woman knows that and continues to apply, you know, tons and tons of makeup on their face on a daily basis, you know, they, they may need to work on some some self improvement, some self esteem skills. You know, you may need to holler at Courtney or Daydan and and get that you know get that free session because it's something that you're you're you. something that you're hiding that you think uh, you know you're being discreet about. But I mean, it's, you know, everybody notices um, that you're trying to hide something.
0: Well, absolutely. You know, we talk about it all the time here on the show. Emotional unavailability is something that you know actually has absolutely nothing to do. With how you look or how you dress it it has everything to do with what's going on internally emotionally spiritually you know mentally, and so those are those are things that will cause you to send out a certain vibe and a certain you know uh message that you know like you said like some something is off something is not right, which will cause us to view you as a uh, as a target and you don't want to do that now now Courtney is in the over in the friends group uh now I don't I have no problem admitting that a lot of these female I'm not really into female fashion. I know what I like. I know what I don't like, but I'm not into all the the terminology, you know. So, Courtney, please educate us on what exactly is a maxi dress because evidently we've been using the term incorrectly.
3: <laughs> yeah, um a maxi dress is basically it's it's a long dress. It's those dresses that come all the way down to your ankle uh, that you see women in. They can come strapless, um, or they can come, you know, like a spaghetti strap. It's just those long, flowy dresses. That's what it is. A maxi sure. dress, and and it can be, and it also can be like a halter top too. So a halter oh. top type of dress.
0: Oh. I love those, man. I love those halter dresses. I I love the uh, tube dresses. Um, I like, you know, I like the long skirts. You know, I like. The, so let me ask. So the the skirts is that that's not considered a maxi? Uh, no, the
3: maxi dresses are the long ones.
0: So what's it? What are those long skirts? They're just long skirts.
3: Well, yeah. Well, maxi dress is a
0: dress. A skirt is okay. a skirt. Gotcha. So, I enjoy. All right. Yeah. Cool. Because I think I would look at those long skirts and and think they were maxi dresses. Look, guys. I don't like. I said I don't know nothing about this stuff. You ask me about Zimmerman, I'll tell you about the. You know what I mean? I don't know nothing about a maxi. Dress. I know I like rompers. I know what a romper is rompers are if i had to pick my favorite summertime look that would probably be it, those rompers that is like the epitome of sexy to me it can it's classy it's 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 light it's it's cool you know you're not going to be all covered up but at the same time you're covered up covered up enough so that you still can remain classy what you know about those rompers marv you into those
1: yeah, I had. Uh, I'm following the thread too. I don't know if anyone answered that question. I'm trying to figure out what a romper actually is. Maybe you can uh, touch on that real quick. All right, check. it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna let
0: Courtney describe it because I could. I, I know exactly what it is, but I'm gonna let Courtney explain what is a romper to, to Mark.
3: I actually answered him in the thread, but I don't think he saw it. A romper is basically a one piece. So um, just imagine like a, a tank top and shorts connected and just into a one piece. Um, that's basically what it is, and it does, it doesn't have to be like a tank. It can be. It can have sleeves, but it's just basically a one piece.
1: Okay, okay. Can I ask Courtney a question? Yeah. So for the women, okay. So for the women out here who are you know who are overweight, working on their weight, or for the women out here who are like really curvy, you know they have a lot of top, lot at the bottom. Do you recommend rompers? And if not, what type of outfit do you think would complement their body type?
3: No. I, I I do not I do not recommend that at all I really don't. Um, so Rachel, me, real quick,
0: so real quick, let me say, so Rachel Gentile should not have on a romper.
3: Absolutely
1: not. Okay. So Precious you? should not have on a romper.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I just want to make sure.
3: Did you say Precious? <laughs>
0: Gabrielle Sita should she not wear <laughs> on a have on a romper? <laughs>
3: No, no, she shouldn't. I, okay. I actually recommend something that is not so um, form-fitting um, and, and the, that does not show a lot of skin. So maybe like a sundress or something long and flowy is something that I would recommend, not anything tight or short. Gotcha.
0: gotcha. Oh, real quick, I, I don't have all the information just yet, but I was just over the past week invited uh, on for August 11th to be a guest. Okay. Uh, excuse me, a guest judge at the 14th annual, and I'm going to mess up the name, but the, it's the Big and Beautiful Beauty Pageant, and it's over down there in, like, southwest West Philly. It's, it's been going on for 14 years. It's, evidently, it's a major event here in the Philadelphia area, so I'm actually going to be an official judge. I'm going to be judging the Big and Beautiful Pageant. So uh, if you guys are looking to come out to that, you know, come on out. I'll be posting the information you know, in the Friends of the Day on Tolbert Show group and, you know, on my Twitter and, and Facebook and stuff like that. So come on out, you know, check me out, have a good time, see some big, beautiful women. Uh, Courtney, I, I like that advice. If you're a bigger woman, stay away from the, the more form-fitting things, like the rompers, you know, like the tank tops, but throw on the, the, the long, flowy, maxi dresses or maybe a skirt that is more flattering to your body style right? Right. I I don't think that that's too much to ask. I actually think that that's a great idea because, you know, it's funny, you know, and um, somebody, I won't say who, but somebody was saying earlier today, she's like, well, hold on, how are you going to be a judge in the big and beautiful pageant when you don't really, you're not really attracted to big women. You're not, you don't, you know, that's not your thing. I said, well, no, well, it's not my thing. They're not my thing. But at the same time, I've seen some very beautiful, bigger women. It's just a matter of how they present themselves. It's just a matter of, you know, their, their personal style and, and their level of class. James, let's talk about some things that, you know, that you've seen that are absolute turn-offs. If you had to name probably the top three turn-offs fashion-wise from a woman, what would they be? Oh man, oh man, this is this is crazy. Uh, well, you
2: know, I've seen a lot of women, um, and, I, and now that Courtney has explained what the romper is, uh, I've seen a lot of women out here um, with with the romper, with wearing the romper without any uh, panties on, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm telling you, man, the the butt cheeks are jiggling back and forth, and they they know what's going on, and you know they got got a lot of got a lot of men looking at them, but. Um, you know, they thinking maybe they may be looking at them in a in a in a way you know that maybe I want to marry this woman, but in reality these guys are shaking their heads, a lot of them are lusting after these women. So that's one thing I see. I see a lot of women wearing these dresses, uh, form fitting dresses that don't have any panties on. Uh, number two, a lot of women are wearing the see through the see through shirts where you can you can see the form of the breast. Um, some of them are have gotten bold enough to where you can even see their nipples. And um, you know, and, and, and I don't know I don't know, you know, what would cause a woman to even want to go out of the house like that. But uh you and I and every woman on this earth knows that they look in the mirror before they, they go out of the house. And so, um I'm just gonna leave it right there at those two things because I know that you all have uh you and Marv definitely have some things to add to it. But uh, you know, walking around without the panties on and walking around with the see through tops, uh, those are two of those are two of my biggest turn offs.
0: I was down, if you guys are from Philly, one of the major uh, intersections and, and, and bus terminals in the city is, is called Broad and Alney, right? Right at Broad Street and Alney And uh, if anyone's from the Philadelphia area, you know exactly where I'm talking about. I know Marv knows about that. Most ridiculous thing, I've seen some sights, but I'm not sure I've seen anything like this in broad daylight. A woman was literally wearing a see-through outfit right at Broad and Alney, like these, these tights but they weren't your regular black tights they were like see-through black tights no panties so you I'm driving and all you saw was just like butt cheeks and then I'm not gonna lie to Lottie!" I did I happened to look in the rearview mirror as I drove by and and the front was also see-through like and you saw her nipples and I'm like yo like are you are you serious and it was it was ridiculous and I mean, obviously she was getting a lot of attention and, and, you know, getting a lot of men approaching her and trying to talk to her. But like, like uh, I think James said, it's, you know, all men are going to be doing is just shaking their head and be like, man, you know, it's the same way that men look at strippers in the strip club. Yeah, you, you mean if you're if you're the type of guy who goes to strip clubs, you're obviously going to see some attractive women with nice bodies. Like you're going to see naked women, so. But it's the same thing. Nobody looks at those strippers and be like, oh, my God, she's so sexy. I would love to marry her. Or even, what is her name? Let me get to know her. Nobody thinks like that, unless you're crazy, unless you're like some type of weirdo who wants to get to know strippers. But nobody is going to do that. You're just going to look at it for what it is, maybe try to take them into the back room and try to get some headers. I'm just being real with y'all, asking them how much they charge. But outside of that, it's nothing Respectable, and the same way men are looking at strippers is the same way they're looking at some of you ladies who are walking around, you know, like like you said, with the with the butt cheeks jiggling. You know, you you know how your butt is going to shake if you're if you're wearing a, a thong and you know, or you're wearing no panties at all. You know, you know what it's going to be looking like. And if you have a big butt, you have a big butt, which nowadays most women do. But you just have to know what you have to know your body style. You know, what's flattering and what's not, what's sexy and what's classy. You know, a lot of now, and then one of my biggest turn-offs, and I just, I really don't get it, is tank tops. And, Courtney, maybe you could help me out with this from the, you know, a technical aspect of things, but, you know, a lot of times, obviously, there are tank tops, you know, stri- like spaghetti strap tank tops. You know, that's a very common, uh, you know, style of dress in the, you know, an article of clothing in the summertime is cool, it's light. But Courtney, I'll ask you. I'm just going I'll reserve my comments on it. But I ask you, as a woman, a petite woman, which you are, where do you draw the line as far as whether or not you need to wear a bra and when you don't? You know what I'm saying? Let's just. We're gonna be real tonight. Like, what bra size? What cup size? You know, because some women can get away with it, but other women wearing tank tops trying to wear with no bra it just looks ridiculous you know and slutty what what do you what are your thoughts as a woman
3: i i think um if you're as a woman if you're uh an a cup you can get away with not wearing a bra that's actually it doesn't look bad i've seen it it doesn't look bad um but i think even b cup and above you need to wear a bra um you have to what what i think looks Bad is not only not wearing a bra, but when women, they can sometimes wear the wrong bra with the top, which totally throws the outfit just off. So basically what I'm saying is I recommend, that's why they made strapless bras. There's actually no excuse why you can't wear a bra with a tank top. They have bras made specifically for that. And some tops have the bra built into the shirt, so there's no excuse.
0: Right, and that's one of the things I was going to say is that Some of the tank tops actually have a bra built in. Like they actually have have like the cups, you know, to hold it. And uh, so, but even then, depending, like she said, even with the built in bras, you know, or whatever, you have to wear a bra, even if you know you're a C cup, you know, sometimes a B cup. I agree, A cup, maybe you can get away with it. But as Erin just posted, she said, look, wear a bra at all times. Regardless what's going on Just throw on a bra And, that, and I think that's fair Now Something else that That is a huge turn off And it is, maybe I shouldn't say turn off Just a pet peeve of mine But also Which would I guess would be A, a, a turn off um, Is Not the spaghetti straps But Just the Like the wife beaters Which is a whole other thing Real quick Wife beaters and jeans Are sexy I think that's a very That's a very sexy look Wife beaters Jeans And sandals In the summer is a good look, okay? Absolutely good look. When you're in shape to to wear it, I just let me just say that, and I'll get the, I want to get the fellows' opinion on that. But um, but wife beaters like the colorful wife beaters, like those types of tank tops. Um, I don't know. Like I have a problem when the bra doesn't like when the bra straps don't fit with the tank top. Courtney, you know what I'm talking about? Like the the the, the tank top curves inwards the back of it, but the bra straps are like regular bra straps, and it just looks ridiculous. Have you seen women wearing that look? Does that look ridiculous to you?
3: Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. You're talking about oh. wearing the wrong bra with the top, right?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't clarify what I, what I meant. But, yeah, I've seen that. That's why you have to wear the right bra. It's really no excuse for any type of top that you're wearing, halter, tank, whatever. There is a bra specifically for that. But, yeah, I think it's tacky. I've seen that. It just looks horrible, and it messes up the outfit.
0: Yeah, it's 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 horrible. Um, real quick, Marv, what do you think about those that, that look, wife beaters with the jeans with, like, some nice cute sandals? It's
1: so a very good look right there, very good look. I mean, you have to – obviously, you have to have the body type to fit that. You know, wife beaters are form-fitting, jeans are form-fitting. Um, So, like, you know, I asked Courtney earlier um, about women who may not fit that type of style, like what what could be their alternative. Um, It's good for these women to know, to hear that from another female. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, white beaters, jeans, that's a good look. Uh, um, I believe, uh, you know, I apologize for putting Cheryl on the spot, but I believe she asked a question about just the whole um, concept of jeans. I don't know if it was her or somebody else. There was a debate about jeans and if jeans were appropriate for Christian women. Um and I grew up you know, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, um, where jeans, pants were just not allowed. Uh so you know, I, I that's that's where how I grew up and uh, you know, that's the standard that was presented to me. You know, obviously, you know, I'm older now so I'm more understanding, I'm more i I'm more lenient when it comes to that, but um, you know, growing up that was a very strict it was, you know, strict uh, uh dress code um amongst the Pentecostal um uh, population. So uh, I don't know if you wanted to touch on that
0: real quick. Hmm. Let me ask you, let me ask uh James on that real quick. Man, how do you feel about that? Jeans and the in the wife beater look. Is that something you're into? You know what, bro? I don't I don't see that
2: look very often, um, where I'm at with the tank, with the actual tank tops. I think I've seen it a couple of times, man, and um the only turn off I have for that look is uh when a woman has a lot of tattoos. It doesn't look too good when she's tatted up. But other than that, man, I, you know, back and I can agree
0: with you fellas. It's a good look. Gotcha. Let me, let me say this about that. I'm glad you reminded me on that. A couple of years ago, one of my favorite shows of all time, when this – when this show was, was being done from a totally different perspective, we did a classic, all-time classic show on tattoos. It's probably one of the most rebroadcasted shows that I've ever done, is, you know, tattoos and piercings. Definitely, you know, go back through the archives, especially if you're a newer listener and, you you know, you haven't heard that show ever or, you know, it's been a while. Definitely just Google tattoos on the Daydons Holbert show and it should come right up for you. Um, listen to that show to hear. It was a classic barbershop talk Tuesdays I remember where the fellows Were just expressing how they feel about Women who are tatted up and you know Ladies you, and just to kind of touch on it You, you really got to chill out with these tattoos man You, I mean you, you seriously Have to chill out it's getting Crazy like Everybody nowadays is just is Tatted up in some way And it's amazing that so many women Are doing it but more and more men are Speaking out against it but it's just like These men are not being televised women aren't Listening I don't know what it is but these tattoos are playing a huge role in, in your level or a lack of perceived respectability. I'm just—I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I know it's always unpopular when we talk about it, but I, I talk to men every day. I go to these barber shops. I'm on the basketball courts. I'm in the gyms, and men are talking. And they're like, "Yo, I moderate, uh, uh, you know, the courageous black men of Facebook with close to a thousand men in it." And men are talking that uh, about the fact that. Yo, it's so hard to find a woman Nowadays with no tattoos I mean, I I thank God Every day, I mean, a lot of the things I talk about I I don't have to deal with With my wife, I mean, no tattoos No weaves, you know Takes care of her body Now she's even running and So, I mean, you know, I I have no complaints But I'm just saying It's it's really tough out here if you're a single guy And you're looking for a a non-weave Where a woman who's not tatted up It's like what do you do,
1: Marv? I mean, you,
0: you're a single guy out there, man. What have you been experiencing? You've been seeing a lot of women tatted up.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, arms, whole arms tatted up, looking like uh, looking like Birdman from the Miami Heat. Um, you know, it's, it's that's, that's not it's not a good look, man. You know, it, women and men and men as well. I mean, you guys are going to have a lot of regrets, and I say you guys because I don't have any tattoos. Um, There's gonna at some point you're going to be faced with regret. Uh, you're going to wonder why nobody's taking you seriously, even though you are taking – you think you're taking yourself seriously. You wonder why nobody's really paying you any mind when it comes to, uh, you know, marriage material. Uh, that's just not – I mean, and, you know, and I'm not – I don't mean to offend anybody who may have tattoos and they, they're coming to a point in their life where, you know, maybe they're at that point of, uh, of regret and they told themselves, you know, you know, either I'm going to get them removed one day or I won't get any more. You know I understand what what's you know what's done is done you know you can't change the past, but for future reference, you know having tattoos that's not cool um uh, I had a conversation with a uh with a doctor not too long ago um and he was saying that uh this whole tattoo movement the whole piercings movement is gonna keep him in business uh he was talking about um how people who get excessive tattoos are unaware about the long term effects that the uh the, you know all of the ink in your skin. Um, and how it gets into your bloodstream, and how that could possibly cause, you know, future, uh, you, know, um, uh, you know, ailments and what well, whatnot. So, people are, are kind of getting these tattoos off of impulse, you know, following trends, thinking it's cool. Uh, but it's, you know, for a woman, it, it just loses value, man. It, it, you lose value <laughs> as a, as, as a potential wife. And uh, you know, I don't know. I just question women who, who, who get that. I mean, I'm just wondering. What is you know what is your goal like what are you looking for in life? I mean is it are you looking to settle down or do you want to live a life of rebellion for the rest of your life because people will argue that a woman who has excessive tattoos that's that's a sign of rebellion uh you know not not wanting to to live by the um you know status quo doing going against uh you know what's what's normal in this society so um that's just certain things that I keep in mind, you know no offense to those who have tattoos but uh, you know, at this point, I mean, if you do, hopefully it's it's in an area where you can easily hide it with no problem. Uh, whether it's like you know, the back of your the back of your neck or lower back or what have you, uh, your thigh or whatever. I don't know. Um, you know, I would prefer a woman not to have tattoos at all. Um, I'm not going to totally dismiss a woman if they have tattoos, but it 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 depends though. It, it depends on what the tattoo is, where it is. Like, you know, I was dealing with a woman a while ago who had a tattoo on her forearm that said, rest in peace, Derek. And I'm like, who the hell is Derek? And she was like, yeah, that was my uh, one of my best friends back in the day. He got shot and killed, so this is in, you know, in memory of him. I'm like, you couldn't have got him a, you couldn't have got like a plaque or something or like put a picture on the wall? Like, why, why would you put another man's tattoo on your arm? Like, how did you think that was? how did you think another man would look at that? You know, I understand where you were coming from, but no man wants to see, uh, another man's tattoo on the woman that's just the bottom line, so I understand it was to you know to you know in memory of someone who passed away, but you know you, you you still lost value in my eyes so
0: let's just be clear. I want the ladies to understand so you would you wife up and and marry you know take seriously a woman and what where do you draw the line is is it a number or is it as long as the, the however many it is they are done tastefully and in
1: discreet places? Um, I think I would have to go with tasteful and, dis- and, and discretion. You know, something something like as innocent as, like, a butterfly on, like, the back of her shoulder or like, a shoulder blade. It's like, to me, that's that's not that's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, but if you got paw prints, you know, if you got two lions uh, attacking each other on your back, uh, if you got, you know, all types of uh, tribal marks on your arm or you got, you know, like I said, rest in peace, rest in peace Derek, on your forearm, that's, that's just not cool, man. It's not a good look.
0: Right, absolutely, man And I, I'll just be honest with you That was one of my things And, and if I could just say real quick I want to hear what James has to say on that But I'm I'm going to be real with y'all Like back in the day There were a lot of women Who I would come in contact with Who were just freaks You know what I mean One woman, uh, you know Literally had a tattoo On the inside of her thigh That said, slippery when wet You know, I'm just being real with you It was like a, like a tongue, I believe, actually Or something like leading Like right to you know what I mean, that their private area. And so, I mean, and then, but yet when, wanting to be treated with respect and wanting to be treated, you know, like she was a respectable woman. It was just ridiculous. And so, you know, these whole tramp stamps, it's impossible. I'm just, you know, most men will lie to you. Some people will sugarcoat it. But it's it's basically impossible, or I'm going to say impossible, but extremely unlikely that you will be viewed in a respectable manner if you got that, you know, that tramp stamp. You know, or if you have that inside of the thigh or you got the paw prints or, you know, things of that nature, you're going to be viewed as a freak. You know what I'm saying? You know, you have your nipples pierced, you're going to be viewed as a freak. You have your tongue pierced, you're going to be viewed as a freak. You know, it's just one of those things. You know, it's like, do you want to be viewed as a freak or don't you? You know, we're not making the rules. We're just explaining what what is real out here in today's society. And the question is, do you want to be viewed as a freak Or do you want to be viewed as a wife? Do you want to be treated like a, you know, a Friday night jump off? Or do you want to be, you know, taken home to meet mom on the 4th of July cookout? Or Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas or Easter dinner, things like that. James, what are your thoughts, though, man? Would you wife up, would you marry a woman who had a tattoo or even multiple tattoos? Uh, You know what, Adon, man, Uh, she would have to be... Different uh,
2: personality-wise, and in every other way, than any other woman that I've ever met before. In order for me to, you know, to you know, to wife her up, man, um, you know, I wish it was different. You know, I, you know, I wish I could, you know, I had a, a different opinion about it, and I could tell these women something that will make them a little bit more comfortable. But um, man, to me, tattoos are, you know, they're just not desirable, man. It, you know, it, it'll take a woman that's a that's easily a nine and it'll bump her down two notches, man. And um I met I met uh, on the you know, I went to a church, a new church this weekend, uh visited a church and there was a you know, beautiful young lady in the front. She was a, a hostess and uh, man, you know, pretty face, man, just a great personality. You can tell she's a really humble, really nice lady. But uh all over her arms, man, all over her chest, uh, you know, her upper chest, man, it she was just tatted up. And, you know, it could have been a mistake she made in the past I'm not sure, I don't know her story But, I, uh, you know, I, I can't lie, man When I tell you that it, it took away from it, it did take away from her beauty a little bit, man And so, you know, with these ladies out here That are going crazy with these tattoos Just know that everyone you put on is going to have a consequence um, And, you know, I, I, like I said, man I, I just, I know a lot of men feel the same way that I do, man And I just don't like them at all
0: I hear you, man I'm going to be real with y'all. I, I would not. That was like a big thing. If, ladies, have y'all ever noticed, you know how you, you, know, you meet somebody, you're, you're, you're interacting with them, you're having a conversation, either in that moment or one of the first conversations. You, it, you ever notice how it always gets brought up like, so, do you have any tattoos? Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's one of the first questions all women will always be asked by every man. It never fails. You know it, and I know it. You're right? You're like, wow, how did he know that? The reason for that is because we are the, the first, the initial meeting, the, certainly by the first conversation, we're trying to determine your level of respectability or perceived respectability based on the way that you're presenting yourself. So one of the first things we're going to want to know is, are you a freak? You know, do I, are you the type of woman, because the in the first conversation, you're, it's going to be decided, all right, am I going to go over for a blockbuster night, you know, or is this going to be someone who I should actually invest time in and invest money in? And a lot of those, depending on, you know, which category you go into is going to depend on how well you respect yourself, how high your level of respectability is. And, I mean, unfortunately, it's in, it's kind of hard almost impossible to be viewed as respectable when you tell someone, Oh, yeah, no, I have I have like seven tattoos. It's like, Well, okay. All right, cool. Let me let me bring you home to mom. See what mom thinks about these like no one thinks like that. We're just gonna keep it moving. Now, seven tattoos or even three or four tattoos isn't necessarily gonna, you know, uh prevent us from having sex with you, depending on what stage that man is in. But it ninety percent of the time will prevent you from being viewed as wifey. And as you all know by now, or should know by now, if you're not being viewed as a wife, well, Courtney, how are you being viewed? As a hoe. Right. Thanks. I I just wanted to say, I don't want to get, I got in trouble last night, so I don't, you know what I mean? I'm trying to chill tonight. It's like, no, you know what I'm playing, I don't care about that, Craig, you know what I mean? Uh, you see what I'm saying? But it's, it's honest. That's how it is. There are only two ways. There are only two ways you're going to be viewed, wife or hoe, wife or jump off. And and a man's actions Will actually indicate Exactly how he's, he's Viewing you In fact I said something online the other day I said that uh, if a man never offers To take you out ladies It's not that times are tough It's not that he's a cheap bastard But it's actually that He's just not that into you He's not interested In having anything more than you Or excuse me more with you Than a purely sexual relationship In fact a man will spend his last $20 on a woman who he truly sees a future with. Mark, would you say that's a true statement? I mean, if 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 you really see a future with that woman, is that something you could see yourself doing is really investing uh into her?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh you know, men men can identify a woman of quality uh you know, within a short period of time just based on how she carries herself, how she presents herself. Uh, you know, just during conversation, things like that. Um, What women need to understand is uh, it's very dysfunctional for a woman to pursue a man who doesn't want you. So for for a man who's really not showing a woman any attention uh, or, you know, sweating them like a lot of these cornballs out here are doing, the woman will interpret that as as him being a challenge. And, you know, in women, for some reason, they are drawn to men that they can't have, uh, or, 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 are playing hard to get. So they think, and the reality is, you know, men, men, men don't get pursued. I this, there's no challenge about it. If a man is digging you, he's going to let you know, you'll see by his consistency, you'll see by, um, him being genuine, you know, him being, uh, him being uh, caring, like just you know checking in, you know calling in, like you know I'm just checking on you. Certain things like that, that's a sign that you know he's he's interested. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of players out here who will um, assume that role as well, and they'll they'll come off like they're they're genuine and whatnot. That's when the woman has to use that you know spirit of, of uh, discernment to really you know decipher is, is this person being genuine, is this person being real or not? Um, and I think you know I think. You know, as they continue to listen to you guys and learn more about themselves and just get a closer relationship with God, they'll be able to identify men who are, you know, who want them for who they are or for what they have to offer.
0: Absolutely, James. How do you feel about that, man? You know, is that something you can relate to? Being a single guy, you know, working. I mean, none of us are rich. You know, you know, it's not the type of thing where money has just never been an issue. But at the same time, we're not broke you know you know we all have money in our pockets even when i was dating you know i had a couple of dollars in my pocket and a, a lot of women they they haven't got the memo they don't really understand that it's not about the money it's more so about is it, you know what is the point of it how do you feel about that statement though as far as you know we if we needed to we would be willing to spend our last dime on a woman who we genuinely saw a future with how do you feel about that statement it's a
2: very true statement, done, and a lot of women really don't want to hear that, especially when they have been in the position where they were the woman that the guy wasn't really willing to invest any uh, time or energy in. And, um, like, for me, man, you know, like you said, it's not about the money. It doesn't matter how much the man is making. If he sees uh, the woman that he's with as a as a, as a valuable person, and he sees her as someone that's different than you know the other ladies he's met. He'll he he'll want to find a way to to show her and, and and show her that he that she's different from the rest. He's want to find a way to um, to to let her know that um, that he's thinking about her more than
0: any of the other women
2: you know that he has a, an opportunity to be
0: with. Right. Let me tell y'all I'm gonna give y'all some very exclusive information. Ladies, and I know you really don't want to look at it like this, but it, when it comes to summer fashion, when it comes to emotional availability, when it comes to your personality, when it comes to dating as a whole, you ladies have – it's kind of like the prosecution. It's probably like this whole the whole Zimmerman thing. Like, the prosecution had the burden of proof. They had to make their case. The same thing is, uh, applies to you guys. You have to prove to that man, you know, you – Beyond a shadow of a doubt are the woman who he should invest his time, money, and energy into. You you have the burden of, of proof. The burden of proof lies with you, not on that man. Okay, you have to prove to us that you are worthy of chivalrous treatment. You have to show us and give us a reason to cut off whoever it is that we may be. Feeling already, or we may be dating or talking to on a get-to-know type of level. The reality is, if you're not replacing someone, we used to talk. Call, oh, we used to me and the homies. We used to um, use that term. Who are you replacing? Like, like, yeah, I met this this young woman. It's like, okay, what's up with her? Like, she's cool, but like, well, who is she replacing? Is she replacing so and so? Uh not really. Well, then she doesn't get a spot on the team. That's just being honest. You know, I know it doesn't sound good. It, you may not like it. You know, it may sound, you know, you may say whatever, you know, but it's it's reality. You have, it's up to you to show us that you are special. Now, the good news is that, because there are some redeeming qualities about that statement, because the, the great news is that, one, when you are dealing with the best possible man, a godly man, that elite man, as we call them here, is that he will possess the, the qualities to treat you like the best, you know, the, the woman, the queen, the best possible woman. He will show you and give you everything. He will give you the world once you differentiate yourself. That's why that Friday night show we did a couple, about a month ago was so important. It was in, entitled The Importance of Differentiating Yourself from a Physical Personality and Emotional Standpoint. You know, you have to stand out. And once you do, like that's one of the things about my wife, she, there were things that she did in the beginning of our relationship that caught, not even the relationship, within the beginning of the dating process even, that caused her to stand out, that caused her to differentiate herself. Now three years later, well, I shouldn't say three years later, three years married later, we, we celebrated three years marriage, uh, you know, three years of marriage on July 10th, took her down to one of the, you know, most, nicest restaurants and all of Philly had had a dinner on the waterfront. You understand that, and that's that's what you get when you differentiate yourselves. A lot of women say, "Well, why do I have to do this?" Well, it's all about what you want. Do you want to be divorced in three years, or do you want to be a single mom in three years, or dogged out in a couple months, or do you want to be celebrating three years of marriage? It's I mean, it's up to you. That you ha- it's your choice. It's, it's, it will depend on you. Any thoughts on that, Marv?
1: Yeah, I'm just sitting back, just listening, laughing to myself because as you talk, I'm sure there's a lot of women out there sucking their teeth because they don't, they probably don't agree with the whole concept, concept of differentiating, differentiating themselves. They may not know, you know, and specifically how to go about doing that. And unfortunately, you know, women think that differentiating themselves means, uh, you know. Well, I really don't know what it mean, what they think it means, but, you know, a lot of women out here are are following trends. You know, they're all doing the same thing, and they're, and they're all having the same outcome. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I think a woman who uh, refuses to differentiate themselves, I think that they don't view themselves as wifey. I think they really feel like they're not worthy, because any woman out there who feels that they're worthy to be someone's wife will do what's necessary to, to, you know, to attract the right man, to get the right man. They won't, uh, you know, they won't entertain, you know, the cornballs, the thirsty guys, you know, and I see a lot of that even on Facebook. I'm a very nosy guy. So if I see somebody new in your group, the uh, first thing I do, I'll click on their picture just to see, you know, their other pictures and to see, how, you know, how they're presenting themselves. And, you know, there's some women in the group right now, some new listeners, some new followers, who are dressing very scandalous in some of their pictures. You know, they got middle fingers up, you know, they got a shot glass in one hand and a bottle of, you know, whatever in the other, you know, they got tight outfits, you know, showing off the showing off the curves, showing off the bodies or whatever, and then to see the to see the the multitude of thirsty comments from all these guys from around the world, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> You know, I'm just looking at it. I'm just reading it, and then and I'm just thinking, like, no wonder this woman doesn't want to change. No wonder she doesn't want to, you know, differentiate, differentiate herself. Because look at all of this attention that she's getting that she probably never received before. So, I mean, it's very, you know, it's a very unfortunate situation, and I uh, hope women are listening.
0: Right. Shout out to uh, Maria Brown, who's listening, uh, one of my Facebook friends. Shout-out to her. She updated her status saying she's at home in bed listening to the Dayton Tolbert Show. Shout-out to her. Matter of fact, I want to give her something, man. You know, send me your information, Maria Brown, you, who's listening. I want to give you a free Don't Be a Psycho t-shirt. Send me your address. Send me your uh, shirt size. I'm going to send you a free t-shirt. Everybody else, if you want a shirt, go ahead and order yours online at trctoday.com. And uh, you, too, update your status. Let people know you're listening. I, I can promise you. If you make a habit of listening to the Daydon Talbert Show between the hours of 9 to 11 or 9 to 12 or whatever ends up being throughout the week and even on the weekends and then, you know, maybe even getting some private counseling, I can almost 100% guarantee you will be found by the man that God has for you. It's almost guaranteed because you're getting that. That that information, you're understanding men You are doing the things necessary to find love You are not doing the things that will keep you from finding love You are building the relationship with God from a spiritual perspective I mean, you put all the pieces together That's a recipe for success So shout out to uh, Maria Brown And um, everyone else who's at home Comfy, laid up, you know, by yourself Listening to the show, man Just, you know, that's it all that other stuff, man, it's going to keep you single. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, 240 area code. Welcome to the Date On Tober Show. Hey,
1: Date This is Randy.
0: Hey, what's up, Randy?
1: Hello. Hey, man, the tattoos, man. Um, I see you guys about not wanting to date a woman with tattoos. Um, I see that a lot, man, but the only thing is where I'm at, I see some dudes dating women with tattoos, though, and it's still got a weapon.
0: Well, I mean, that's a great point, Randy, great point, because, you know, I appreciate you calling in. A lot of people, specifically women, usually I hear say things like that. They say, well, my girlfriend, sister, she did X, Y, and Z, and she slept with the world, and she was a hoe, and she's married. Well, I always say, you know, congratulations, because I'm not a hater. I will never wish bad on anybody, but I will be honest, and I will say, well, you really got to look at what the word says. You know, when you really take a long, hard look at what the Bible defines as a great woman and and how you it is a hundred percent essential to be if you want to be found by a true man of God, how you will act so if you're saying you you see women who are acting outside of what the Word of God says to act, but they're still getting married well my my only you know comment to that would be, well, you know give it some time you know let's see how it turns out in a few years because usually. And that's the thing. there are a lot of men out here who are getting married and are marrying women who are in who these men are still in the player stage. Please don't mistake the ready for to settle down stage for just marrying someone the The divorce rate in the black community is somewhere around seventy or eighty percent you know nationally it's somewhere around fifty five or sixty percent It's going up but when you know specifically in the black community, the black th- community. Uh, divorce rate is ridiculous, so I mean there you know yes, a lot of people are getting married, or i shouldn 't say a lot of people are getting married, but the people who are getting married they 're not staying married. there are a lot of non elite men marrying severely emotionally unavailable women, and all hell is breaking loose so uh definitely you know you want to chill out with the tattoos, you want to chill out on a lot of this stuff that we talk about, but you you do want to focus on the importance. Of differentiating yourselves In fact, I just posted the, the link In the Friends of the Daydan Tolbert show group I posted it on my main page And I posted it on the show page I'm about to post it on my fan page So everyone should one way or another Be able to get a chance to hear that If you missed it Because as Marv said Some women, they just don't know how to differentiate themselves They think they can do this But they really should be doing that Well, we laid it all out for you on, you know on that show you know, that's the that's great thing about this. You know, dateontalbertshow.com literally has over a 1,000 episodes of the most valuable relationship and dating advice ever given in the history of the world. You know what I'm saying? There's no topic you can't find in the archives of my show, you know, over the course of the last six years. You know, I might wrap this show up after 10 years and just, you know what I mean, go down the history of 10 years of just nonstop classic advice. You know what I mean? I probably won't I'll probably just keep going, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Imagine how much information, how many topics there will be have, there will have been after after ten years. So think about that. Um, but what else can we talk about? We'll go back to the phone lines as well if there if there are more questions or comments. But since I mentioned the word, you know, we, we you know, I think it would be uh a good idea to actually throw out a scripture in regards to what the word says about how a woman should present themselves. It actually says in 1 Timothy 2 9, said, and this is the NIV version, says, I also want the women to dress modestly, with decency and propriety, adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes. You guys get that? I want the women to dress modestly. There's really not too much modest about wearing see-through tights or rompers where the booty cheeks are jiggling, you know, or uh, you know, or things like that. These these skirts that are you know way too short, the the the, the dresses, even the sundresses, where you know you need to put a tank top on underneath. You know you say, you know, I you know how it is, you know it's like, okay, you put it on, you're like, well,, I like the dress, but I didn't think it was gonna be showing this much cleavage, but what the heck I'm just gonna ride out with it anyway it will be okay, no, you need you probably should put a tank top on you know what I'm talking about, Courtney, you know what I'm saying, keep it real back in the day, I mean you you know there were there times where you said, you know what i'm just gonna I'm just gonna rock out,
3: well, yeah, but I could get away with it, other women, not so much, but yeah. Yeah, I would intentionally do things to get attention.
0: Right, and it's it, you know it's it's not the right type of attention, but that's that's what the word says right there, plain and simple. You know, it says with with uh, modestly with decency and propriety, adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles. And it says right here, some of y'all these hairstyles, these weaves. These $1,000 weeds, I think, I mean, if anything, I think that would be the epitome of what the, this scripture is referring to, elaborate hairstyles, just plain Jane. Keep it real. Keep it honest. Keep it neat. Keep it simple. You know, all this extra jewelry and pearls and gold and, you know, Louis Vuitton, you know, Christian Louboutin, uh, you know, all this stuff, Fendi. And I'm not, you know, I wear nice things. I like a little Gucci. I like the little you know, Louis I mean, you know, it is what it is, but when you take it to that next level where it's like you go over the top with it, you can't expect to be found by a godly man when you're presenting yourself in a way that totally contradicts the word of God. I mean you look look at Beyonce, look at Rihanna, look at some of these entertainers who clearly are portraying themselves as the opposite of what it says here in first first Timothy two nine their Their whole everything about them is the opposite of proverbs thirty one so if that's the case for you, how can you expect to be found by a godly man if you're carrying yourself outside of what the Bible considers to be a godly woman? That's a deep scripture right there uh James, what are your thoughts on it?
2: Oh man, great scripture man it hits on the hits on everything that we've been talking about in today's show. And um, the reality is, man, I was talking to a married guy today at work. Um, it's hard. It's, it's rare. Matter of fact, it's just it's rare, extremely rare to find a modest woman these days, man. And it seems like these women, um, you know, no matter what they hear from men, no matter how many times we tell them, you know, we don't, we, we, you know, less. Uh, a woman wearing less is not desirable. No matter how much we tell them, we don't like the weaves. No matter how much we tell them, we don't care about the tats. Um, it seems like, man, they just, these women just continue to do what they want to do, man And uh, if you keep on doing what you're doing, you want to keep getting the same results that you're getting
0: That's it, that's it right there You know, Mar, a, a, a godly woman, man You know, a modestly dressed woman How hard is that in today's society to find? A woman who not just, just says she's celibate, but actually is celibate
1: yeah, I think it's I think it's easier to find a uh, a four carat diamond ring in the middle of the street than it is to find a woman, you know, who lives a life of modesty. I mean, I'm just being honest with y'all. Um, and, and the reality is, women who don't want to be modest, don't want to dress in a modest fashion, choose not to because they know that they're not going to get the level of attention that the next woman is getting who's dressing slutty. And you know, it's all about seeking attention. It's all about who's getting who's getting the most likes on Facebook. You know, it's all about who's getting who's getting more thirstier comments than than the next person. Um, you know, it's it's, it's It all goes down, all boils down to just women women just really seeking attention for due to the lack of attention they received growing up. And you know, it's like James said. I mean, you keep you keep you know putting yourself out there. You know, you can't really be mad at anyone if you're constantly getting your heart broke. You know, if uh, you know you find yourself unfortunately with. You know, four kids, four different guys, you know, the choices that you make now, regardless if you're, you know, regardless of what stage you're in, you know, people, you know, we all have a lot of work to do, but the reality is the choices that you make now will affect you in the future. So, you know, a lot of women as well as men need to keep that in mind.
0: Absolutely. You know, and, and just keep it keep it honest. You know, we're, we're not even going to talk to you all night, man. We're going to actually get ready to wrap up a little bit early. Because like I said, I knew we, we didn't want to do a super long show tonight. I just want to talk to you all for a little bit about this topic that Marv had that he that he introduced into the Friends group. And you guys, too, feel free to, you know, post discussion topics and, you know, contribute. You know, you might just hear us talking about it here on the show because, you know, I like to talk about what y'all want to talk about. You know, I want I I'm a fan of re, real radio. There's not a lot of real radio out here. You know, people just keeping it honest, keeping it real. I mean, people are out here being fake. So, if you want to talk about something, inbox me or post it and we can we can get it in. You know, in fact, one thing one thing uh that I also wanted to add to that was uh you know, I think James said it's, you know, it's that's not desirable. The tattoos, the piercings, you know the makeup, the weaves, the the wigs. That, that's not what's desirable. Well, well you guys were like, "What well, that? What what do you want? What what is desirable?" Well, I'm glad you asked that because in Proverbs 31:30 30 says, which everybody knows, it says that charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting. However, a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So that's really what is desirable. That's what's sexy, if you want, I mean, a lot of you tuned in here, what do we want? Well, if you're talking about a godly man, you ask every woman out here, well, what kind of man do you want? Oh, I want a man who fears God. Every woman, I don't care, I've counseled well over 500 women, coming up on 600 women, women at this point over the last 10 years. And literally, I've asked that question, literally every single one of them says the number one thing they look for is a godly man, every single one of them. Yet the stories I've, I've heard, you understand that? You know, the behaviors that exist that is clearly not going to be consistent with being found by a godly man. So that's what we want, ladies. It's not, we don't want sex. We don't want the, the breasts, the booty, the, you know what I'm saying, the thighs being out. I mean, that's that's fleeting. That's deceptive. That can, We can take it or leave it. But the Bible says that a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So what what does that mean? Well, how do you know when a woman fears the Lord? Well, you can. The way that you tell that is based on the way she presents herself, the way that she talks, the way that she acts, you know, the way that she interacts with you. You can see it in her. Is she on fire for God or is she on fire for the world? And that's, you know, that will determine how you will be treated. If we see, if we when we look at you, we see a woman. We're going to treat you the way men treat women. Which is in a sexual manner. However, if when we look at you and we see God in you, well, then we're going to treat you as such. We're going to treat you like a woman of God, a woman who is to be praised. And if we're all looking for wives, which is the case, well, we're gonna. That's who. Those are the women we're going to wife up. You know, have I have I had some jump offs? Have I see y'all think I'm one of those? Let me just say something real quick. I'm not fake. I'm not going to sit up here and act like. Ten years ago, I wouldn't have been at Broadnani and, and pulled over and had the woman with the see-through outfit in the car, taking her back to the crib. I mean, that never happened. But I'm saying that stuff like that has happened before. You know, like I, you know, I'm not gonna act like I'm some saint. I'm not gonna act like I am some saying i am not going to act like i was not at the letouts at the party, posted up like, yo, come here, gripping these women up, you know, pulling them over, getting their number, calling them that same night, like, yo, we, we, you know, what are you doing tonight? That You know, I've done those things, but it's all about, you know, do you want a man who is in that stage or do you want a man who's in the stage where I'm in now, which is living for God, which is, is a married man, which is a man, you know, who has built a family, you know, and is at a totally different place, that ready-to-settle down stage? Do you want a man who is where Marv is, who is where James is, looking for a wife? Or do you want to be the woman who gets pulled over on Broad Street and taken back to the crib and smashed off? It's it's, it's a choice. It's a choice. You know what I'm saying? What last comments or thoughts or, you know, things that you want to leave the people with, uh, James? And what what, what was on your mind that you want people to take away, specifically women to take away from this show on fashion faux pas, do's and don'ts? What's desirable? What's not?
2: Oh okay. uh, man, great show tonight. Great comments, Adon, uh Marv, and Courtney. Uh, and I really enjoyed the show tonight, man. And I, and I hope that these ladies will take every word to heart, um, ladies. Um, you got to be a student. You got to be a student. You know, the information that you're hearing on this show, I, I have yet to hear information like this that is helping women anywhere you know we say that a lot but that's the absolute truth so ladies take this information to heart get out the notebooks become a student and i guarantee you if you'll dedicate um you know just a little bit of your time every week to listening into the show taking this stuff to heart and making a little small changes if you'll make those small changes i guarantee you you are going to start to see yourself improve and move in a direction that you've never been in before and it's just one step at a
0: time there it is, man. James, always a pleasure. James, let me just tell y'all, man, James is one of the my favorite barbershop talk panelists in the history of this show. <clears throat> we've had a lot of great panelists. We've done, been doing barbershop talk for 5 years. We started this whole thing about 5 year or excuse me, about a year after the beginning of the show and you know, we've had a lot of different panelists. J- listen to what James says, man. True man of God. He knows what he's talking about. He, you know, nothing he says you know, is is really has been different from what anything that I've said or the way I think or things like that. So definitely, man, just listen to him. You know, great points, man. Good to have you here, Marv, man. What last points do you have? What would you like to leave the listeners with?
1: Yeah, let me just co-sign that real quick too about Brother James. He's definitely, um, you know, his information is uh, is definitely priceless. You know, he's consistent. He's he's a good guy just all around. I can't wait to get that that wedding invitation. You know, I'll be there in the front row, you know, rooting him on and congratulating him for, for all of his all of his great work. Um, same with uh brother Lewis, you know, Shame he's not on tonight as well as Steve. Uh but you know, I mean this is this was just a, you know, this was a class, you know, this is this was a class where where the women were, were hopefully were paying attention and taking notes and just having an open mind um as to what men of uh you know, godly men are looking for when it comes to long-term. You know, a woman can dress trashy trashy and slutty and get that short-term gratification, but after a while, you know, that's going to fade. You know, you can't use your looks, can't rely on your looks and your external to attract the quality individual because as time goes on, as the years pass by, you know, you're not going to be as physically appealing uh, than you were when you were in your twenties. That's just the bottom line. So you know it's all about working on your character, and that applies to men as well. Um, working on the character, you know, increasing your value as a woman. Um, you know, one, you know, just figuring out, you know, what what do quality men like versus these thirsty guys? What is it about me that's constantly getting all of these these, these comments and these likes on Facebook about my about my physical appearance? You know, do these pictures that I'm posting. Is that a genuine representation of who I am as an individual? You know, all of those things women need to keep in mind, you know, before they, you know, expose themselves to the world. You know, I, I'm strongly recommending getting that IKEA mirror, putting that up there in your, in your room, and just, just take a good look at yourself before you walk out that door. You know, you want to always conduct yourself in a manner to attract a godly man. That should be your goal in life. I don't care if you're stepping outside for a couple minutes to get a carton of eggs. You know, you should always present yourself in a in a virtuous manner. If, that's, if there's nothing else that any woman has taken from tonight's show, you know, definitely, uh, you know, you should you should write that on your wall somewhere. I mean, you know, you know, like do whatever you need to do to to create to create like some type of daily reminder, so you know you can uh, differentiate differentiate yourself. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You know, we we're looking for wives, we're not looking for hoes. <laughs> there it is,
0: man. We're looking. I mean, what else can you say? There's nothing else to say between James and Marv, and you know what, what you've heard from myself, you know tonight and really just every other night is, uh, you know, like you said, become students. Listen, the the most, I mean, it really is unfortunate. People, it's funny I hear people be like, oh, Dana, I'm sorry I missed the show. I'm like, look, don't don't apologize to me. It's not, you know, you listening is not doing things. This is bettering you. I'm here for you. This is a resource for you. I get nothing from you listening to me. You understand? Now, if you want to do some private counseling, we you know, we can talk about that. But as far as listening to the show, this is just, you know, this is nothing but to be a blessing to you guys. So I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, Courtney, great job as always. Was, was there anything that you wanted to just leave the uh, the listeners with this evening?
3: Well, I actually um just wanted to say I really, really enjoyed the show, and I know that you know just to the ladies it's going i know this show definitely you know cleared up a lot of misconceptions because I know um you know, I would wear certain outfits thinking that it was okay to wear and not really knowing how I was being perceived, so um you know, ladies just. You know, take take heed to the advice that was given, and just really do that self reflection, and you know, stop pretending to be someone that you're not. Appreciate yourself for your natural beauty because that's what's truly beautiful.
0: There it is. There it is right there. Let me tell you guys something. I don't talk about this a lot. I haven't really elaborated on it, but um, over the last several uh, months, I've I've developed what is called the five phase cycle. Towards, emotional, towards achieving 100% emotional availability. And one of those, you know, there's so many different things that is, will be encompassed in those five phases, but one of them is a whole section specifically on understanding men. And understanding exactly what we look for, I mean, everything that we talk about, it's like tailored specifically to you, and it goes 10 times deeper than anything you've ever even heard on this show, so definitely, I mean, if you're listening and you've never reached out for private advice, I mean, do yourselves a favor, set up a free emotional availability assessment. We can talk about the next steps and then, you know, we can go from there. So uh email Daydon or Courtney. Courtney is now part of the team, part of the uh the practice. Courtney at TRC dot com or Daydon at TRC dot com or eight five five 555 dadon to uh to reach us at the office. So uh I thank you guys all for listening. Again, thanks everyone for tuning in live. You know, back to back. Obviously, you know, this has got to be the most diverse show in the world. I mean, how do you go from talking about something as heavy as the George Zimmerman verdict to talking about how to avoid being a Friday night freak? You know, you know, the definition between sexy versus slim. You know what I mean? So we try to keep it as as diverse as possible. Give you guys something different to talk about or listen to every single night. And um, and that's basically it, guys. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, everything is at Dayton Tolbert, like the fan page, all that good stuff. Here's a little trace songs, one of my favorite songs. We actually did a whole show on this. It definitely, don't just click off because this is a good song to listen to. It's a definitely a secular song, but it's a very good song that epitomizes a lot of the things that we've talked about. And if you Google, maybe I'll post it a little bit later. If you Google sex ain't better than love on the Dayton Tolbert show, one of the best shows in the history of uh the data on Talk Show was that show on specifically how black men feel about sex. So definitely check it out, listen to the words and uh I'll talk to y'all tomorrow night. Peace.
4: was only Oh, I'm so open and I got it back. I got you now and I'm making last. She says, my baby, she can't wait to have Love in the air Never been so clear So beautiful Bring your body here